movie. You start drinking a little bit. I didn't really eat anything because I I left uh, my house like really early because I wasn't I was supposed to go out field service. I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do that shit anymore. And so, like, I went to Cody's house and, like, I'd been chilling at Cody's house and didn't really eat much. Um, so, we're just drinking and then we go to Kyle's house and Kyle's having a party. And Kyle's parties are always fucking stupid back in these days. And there was, like, 40 or 50 of us in this tiny ass house, fucking playing beer pong outside, inside, fucking loud music, you know, the usual. I think I had, like, four or five beers in me and this is 17 year old me and I didn't drink a lot. So I was fucking hammered. I was fucked up. And the bad thing I did was throw up on Kyle's couch because I did not have enough sustenance in my stomach. I was looking for barbecue chips and I thought that was going to help me before I threw up, but I had reached the point of no return by that point. I was just, I was like, if I'm a party, I'm a party. Because I never went to parties. Yeah. I never could party. Yeah. You know? I spent so much of like high school. The, I spent a year in ninth grade. They kicked me out. And I was 15, 16, 17 years old, I was just like a human vagabond just walking around. You know what I'm saying? Just like trying to figure shit out. And so I'm going to fucking get drunk. I'm going to get fucking crazy at parties whenever I go. And I did. And I vomited everywhere. Of course. Right on the couch. It was horrible. Get Gabe out of here. Gabe's wildin'. Sorry, Kyle. And Kyle's a fucking wilder. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's fucking crazy. Kyle's a whole... We could do a whole podcast on Kyle. But he knows to eat beforehand. Yeah, he knew to eat before. And I did. But I, it's a rookie mistake. You know, I, 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 was, I was young. I, did, I was very inexperienced in parties and etiquette and how drinks affected the body. And sometimes you got to fucking throw up on the couch in front of all your friends and figure it out the hard way. Yeah. And I did. You know, sometimes get a swimming pool full of liquor and you jump right in. That's why swimming pools was really, really important to me. I guess this is a good time to mention what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, this was a natural transition. That was very natural. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. 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 Hey, that's the name of the album is the fucking name of the podcast. Man, I just got a mouthful of honey with that last sit. (laughs) That's that Colin. Good. You're yeah. Colin. Yeah, I'm Colin. I'm Gabe. Gabe, a.k.a. Uh, Benny Money, Forever. Benny Forever. Which is really weird when I'm talking to the guy at Thunder Canyon trying to book you. I'm like, I represent Benny. <laughs> and it's like, I just feel weird saying Benny and not Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. Refer to me as Benny. But I mean, it's like, that's your stage name. That like, I should name. refer to you as your stage name if I'm getting you booked. Yes. Okay, so just... From now on, I'm Benny to you. Yeah. Well, in business mode. In business situations. Yeah. But we're in. This is a business situation, but, but it's not this the is a, this, business. This is the business. No. But it. Who knows? Uh, today we are going outside of the lines, coloring outside of the lines, not following the rules, but following the rules. Well, you want to know how far out of line we are? We're releasing this before you guys hear episodes, what, five through ten? Yes. This is... We've, we've already we, done we've, this. We've already recorded all of the other episodes. We've started recording our 2013 retrospective. We've got two albums done on that. That's crazy. And we're just we're just like, oh, Kendrick released a new album. we got to talk about it. We're going to put it in. Are we doing it before Nas or after Nas? Uh, let's do it before Nas, okay. honestly. Because, yeah. like... 
again. So I had to edit this shit and forward it. No, I can do it. I got I it. I believe in you. Thank you, man. I believe in myself too. Not a lot of people believe in me. That's I don't. I'm believe, sure they do. I don't believe but that. I, I believe I, many people believe in you. I like to think people don't believe in me, so I can prove everyone wrong. Do you believe in life after love? I believe that I hope I die soon. Whoa. How could you feel that way when you just listened to one of the best records of the past five or six years? Uh, I'm going that far. Are you? Yeah. I love this fucking album. We're talking about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. It's one of my favorite records of the past five years. Listen, I don't dislike it. I like it. I like it a lot. For this me, is where we disagree. Like when I listen, when I listen to some shit, I'm like, ah, oh, this could win album of the year. I don't think. I mean, I have to hear what stuff comes out, but I don't think this would win album of the year. What do you? Who? Okay, so. But I'm. What I'm saying is, I have to hear what else comes out because it very well could. We do questions for Colin. Yeah. And I already have my questions written down. Okay. But I'm going to add an extra question now, because what you just said is very interesting to me because I think. There's a contingent of people who didn't like this album that much that probably feel the same way about as you as like there's going to be a bigger album this year. And there's people like me who I I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, who do you think is going to come up with something as big or as great as this? So here's the thing. Frank has his album made. He just needs to distribute it. I don't It's been talked about since November. I don't if I know, I, I know, I, I know. Want, I want Frank. I want Frank to drop more than anybody. But if he but does, if like, he does, like like we said, that's the only person I see that's gonna rival this in in hype, interest, and I think in quality. That's fair. Because okay. I know you feel like Donda was all right. Well, that's but, already passed. Like that's not for album of the year. Um, but I'm, I mean, like even if Kanye dropped, I just don't think Kanye has it in him anymore. Which is hard for me to say unless unless it was like a uh, collab album like if he did another stylized thing like kids see ghosts you you know what no i don't even think that i was about to say if if he did a a good job with a chance he would rain chance in he because like you know he yelled at chance (laughs) he fucking screamed at him told him he was trash so if they worked together on an album, it would not be bad because he wouldn't let the bad shit from Chance happen. Speaking know? of Kanye, one yeah. of my questions was, because uh, we were talking about the Father Time bar about uh, Drake and Kanye. Yeah. Do you think either one of them like gets mad about that or says something about it? Or like, you know, I mean, it's been like a week since the album came out. No, but, like, because I don't think it's something to get mad about. Because it's Kendrick reflecting like, these two had beef and they were able to work past it. And I don't understand how they could do that because for him, yeah. he hasn't been able to do that. Yeah. Like he's held on to grudges. He, he, like if he had a beef with somebody, he's just always going to beef with them. Like, it's a brilliant bar because he's speaking to that. And those two have their own separate thing. But like we were like, I mean, like I was previously saying, Drake and Kendrick have their own separate like issues with each other. Yeah. So I think I hope that we can get to a point where the the two of them can get along because I don't see the Kendrick and Drake thing being as uh, long standing as the Pusha T and Drake thing. The Pusha T and Drake thing is way more personal. Yeah. Then, you know, Kendrick and Drake are more like competitive 
two competitors. Like <laughs> the Drake and Pusha thing is like if something bad happens, you know, one of these guys might, sh- you know, somebody's guys might shoot. Me. Yeah, if Kendrick came out with his own story of Adonis or something, <laughs> like that's a different thing. Tick tick tick. That man is <laughs> sick sick sick. That was insane. <laughs> okay, uh, wanna? I want you to. I want you to rank. Your Kendrick albums. What is your rank? Your Kendrick album rankings. After you want this? me to rank Kendrick albums? Yes. All right. Are we including Section Eighty? Yes. Okay. I like Section Eighty, but it's near the bottom for me. Okay. Just because it's early Kendrick. So, are you including stuff pre-Section Eighty too? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not including overly dedicated. Okay. Or any of the old shit. I was just uh, for Section Eighty onward. Okay. So, starting from the bottom, going to the top. Yeah. Section 80, Pimp a Butterfly. It just didn't resonate with me. Same. Yeah. I think it was because it was, like, there were too many hectic songs. Yeah. And it kind of, like, took me out of it. Like I said, probably not on on the mic, but like I was saying to you earlier, I like this album because it has hooks. Yeah. Bridges. Oh, are we including song structure? L- let me ask you this: Are we including the Black Panther? No. Okay, I didn't listen I do, to that. I do like the Black Panther, uh, Black Panther soundtrack. I really yeah. like it, but I it's not a Kendrick album. It's like a little bit of a Kendrick album. Actually, let me put Untitled Unmastered below to Pimp a Butterfly. You like to Pimp a Butterfly more? Yeah. Okay. Because Untitled Unmastered to me was more of the chaoticness of Pimp a Butterfly, but it was like a whole album of that. Yeah, but there's there's song structure on <laughs> I know there's song structure. And there's like hooks on that album. But there there were other elements of the Pimp a Butterfly I did like more. Okay. So uh I gotta say oof. This is where it gets tricky for me. Because I like Good Kid Mad City. I like Damn and I like this one. But do I like Damn more than Good Kid Mad City? Do I like Good Kid City more than Damn? Yeah, it's just yeah. tough. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Damn. Then, no. I'm going to have to say this album. Then Damn? Then Damn. Then Good Kid Good Mad, Mad City. City. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it's hard because these are my three favorites. Like, I really... So this is one thing I wanted to bring up to you about this album. I feel like it is the inverse of Teenage Dream and how we rated Teenage Dream because I think this is a great complete album, but there's not a lot of songs I would take from it and put into another playlist. Really? Yeah. Because I I tried, like, every now and then when I listen to an album, I'll see, like, I'll just skip around and stuff. Yeah. It's not that it all flowed together like a lot of albums do. Not a lot of albums do, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. one song feeds into the mm-hmm. next. It's the theme of the song really. I like to choose playlists with themes. And there's, to me, that's the album. The album is the playlist I would have created. It's just the album. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, like, there, I there's. I guess I can understand that. There's a couple songs that I would take out and put into other playlists and shit. Yeah, this album kind of belongs on its own album. Oh, yeah. Island, I mean. Yeah. 
So it's like that's why I say it's the inverse of that teenage okay. dream. That's okay. I understand that. I get that. Yeah. Uh, I would say number one is for me, Good Kid, Man City. Uh, this album, then Damn, and then uh, Section Eighty, Untitled, Unmastered, and To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm. That's my Kendrick Six. There Kendrick Six. I didn't. I just coined that. Wow. There you go. That's a good. <laughs> I'm still trying. To, yeah, I'm still trying to find that song. Uh, I gotta say, I'll bring this up when we do favorite songs, maybe honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, I have another question. Yeah. What's the favorite thing you learned about Kendrick on this album? He he gave us a lot of information, a lot of new information about his life that we didn't know. Right. I really like the personal aspect in the second half. Yeah. Like that, like peek into his personal life, especially with uh, Mother I Sober. Yes. That was a great song. Damn. Like just pretty much everything in Mother I Sober. I'm a little bit more lighthearted. Actually, it's not lighthearted. It's actually very serious, but the because he, the way he said it, um, uh, the fact that he uh, had sex with a white woman. On the Good Kid, Mad T- City City tour, I like that he recounted his experiences with, with white them. women. Yeah. I love that because there's there is this weird contingent on Twitter that like hates black dudes that sleep with white women, and especially if they're not a fat white woman. Yeah, the thing is, is they believe that like all of us that do it think we're doing it because we're. we're closeted against your race yes and that we like hate black women and that we think we're better because we're sleeping with white women like there's i if i ever make uh if i ever talk about like sleeping with a white girl like it's the greatest thing ever i'm only strictly doing it for comedic purposes because it's a fucking gold mine it's hilarious the idea that fucking a white woman makes you inherently better than people or that you've reached a step up i mean when I fuck a white woman, it's usually in a better house. But, I mean, I've fucked black girls in nice houses yeah. before. So, like, I love that he, he said that. But that was crazy because, like, I was like, when he said he fucked a chick on the Good Kid Mad City tour, I was like, wait a minute, you were married then. And he, like, just drops it. It's so low-key. Yeah. It's, And then we get, like, that's why, like, the way this album is structured, like, the first, the intro is amazing. Great intro. And I do like Worldwide Steppers and N95, but I feel like like they're all just preludes yeah. to all the craziness, like the I- intensity of the rest of the album. Yeah, it's structured a really cool way. It's yeah, it's kind of like a mix of all of his early albums and like the vibe that they gave off yes. and the stories they were telling. Yes, and yes. then now it's him dealing with all of it, and then it in just, the second half. It's like, well, this is why I was so crazy this is why i was doing that uh my uh last question uh did this album exceed your expectations or were they just met or were they were you disappointed a little bit i try not to have expectations with artists i really like because i don't want to feel disappointed yeah so for me i mean that sounds like a cop-out it is a cop-out but it's not because I know the last one I was disappointed by was Fantastic Day by Chance. <laughs> oh, they don't get that joke yet. 
They don't understand that joke. No, not yet. You'll you'll get that in a couple weeks. You'll know where I'm coming from in a couple weeks. <laughs> but yeah, fucking wonderful hour by chance. It was some bullshit. I am like, oh my god, we're gonna get another acid rap, maybe another coloring book <laughs> acid rap hybrid. <laughs> and I'm just like, we get this shit. I love my wife. <laughs> Yo. No. At this point, we have to review this album. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Like we we listen to it. It's bonus content on the Acid Rap. Yeah, we podcast. do. <laughs> At least a couple songs are. Oh, I might just go home and listen to it just for a good laugh. But I it's funny because you're talking about the song in here where Kendrick is like, "Man, I look good. <laughs> like I'm hot as fuck." And then Chance is that song. He's like. Bitch, I look good. I look sexy. It's like, shut up. Bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. Oh, my God, dude. The hooks on this thing? God, they're so bouncy and great. But they're like, you look at them and it's like, this nigga's talking about real shit. Like, the balance of being a strong artist and being uh, a strong commercial artist is such a strong, like, fucking issue for everyone especially in hip-hop though it's so hard to be like somebody who makes music that you can dance to but it's actually talking about real shit and this nigga's been able to do it for a good like nine years now yeah when he's been like i'm counting like uh from good kid mad city when he's like his first major label debut because like it's that remember when Good Kid was coming out, I was kind of worried about his ability to transition as a, just like an underground internet artist to like being a, a big time artist on a big label like Aftermath, and you know through Top Dog and everything like that, like that. And I'm like, how's he gonna do this? And he fucked it, knocked it, knocked it out of the park for Good Kid, Mad City, and continued to do it with To Pimp a Butterfly and Damn, and now with this record, just like and that, and that plays into why I can't have expectations. Because he does it so differently each album. Yeah. Like, no matter what I expect, it's not going to be what I'm expecting. So as long as I don't think it's a shit album, I'm happy. And I don't think this is a shit album. This is not a shit album. No. It's a wonderful album. Yeah. I think it's uh, time for the top five. You think it's time for Ooh, the top five? Bitch, it's the top five. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm top five. Ugh. Bitch, I'm on top five. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm top five. Puss these niggas like, ooh. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, I want to immediately say something. Oh, no. I love Silent Hill. I'm listening to that right now. I l- That's the damn one. I'm is- hearing it now, and I'm like, this is elements of damn. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's mainly the stressed beat. Out, out. Yeah. I wanted to put that on my top five. And I wanted to put it as an honorable mention, but it is not. It is my, if we're doing rankings, it's my number seven. Oh, okay. Well, but we're not doing seven. Right. We're not they're doing two they're hearing mentions. this as episode four. I believe in episode two or three, I said, cut that shit out, you game. Did. I'm only mentioning this because I don't like it because Kodak Black being included on this album is weird. He's not a good person. Kodak Black did some fucked up shit. Uh, to a woman in a hotel room. Kodak's weird. Uh, I his think his hair is weird. His hair is weird, and the That's way he talks cool. is weird. Yeah. Uh, I think. Doesn't he look like the fucking Angelica doll from Rugrats? Yes, he looks like Cynthia. Uh, He's Cynthia, black Cynthia. Yeah. Uh, 
I think we need one of the chinks in the armor of this album is oh, okay. It's a slight one. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no! Yeah, I'm like Gabe. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, is that I feel like everybody who's a guest star on this album is amazing. Everybody does a good job. There's no bad yeah. feature. Even as I'm saying this, talking about how I don't like Kodak Black, his verse is really good. And he's great on the interlude. He's good on the album. I just don't like the inclusion that he's even on the album. I think there's other artists that we've wanted Kendrick to work with that I think they could have delivered an even more powerful message. Did he work with Future on this at all? I sort of got I thought I saw a Future feature on nope. here. I feel like you could have done the same things with Kodak that he d- he could have done with like Vince Staples. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they've worked together before, so it's like I don't know why they did. But Silent Hill is an amazing song. It does not make my list at all though, just simply for those reasons. Uh my honorable mention, I'm gonna start with that, is Father Time. The song about uh daddy issues. Yeah. We talked about oh, with that's the Drake not in your line. Top five? It's not in my top five. I figured you were it, just so fucked up, but <laughs> it just it only slightly didn't make it. Yeah, only slightly didn't make it. Uh, I really do love Father Time though. Sanfa, amazing on the song. Yeah, amazing. It's like Sanfa's gone to a whole other level, like we talked about off mic. Uh, <laughs> Sanfa reaching like he was great on the you know 2013 2014. I really liked him. In, on, on his own songs and his features. But once he did that St. Pablo record with Kanye, I feel like he's just been in a whole nother zone. Yeah. Like, I feel like he just went super Saiyan after that. And he's just, he's super comfortable in this song just as like the great singer. And he just compliments the song really well. The great Kanye and uh, Drake bar that we just, just dissected, you know, kind of goes into a lot of what that father issues like that, Hits up anger that that we just kind of like keep up with, and Kendrick's like, wow, like maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not as mature as I think because I could never like do that. I could never squash beef with people like that, you know. Maybe I need more growing to do. Great song, I love Father Father Time, but it just barely missed, just barely missed the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five is uh, Rich Spirit. Ooh, okay. Now I wanna. Uh, want to get into some of the lyrics of this yes of this. let's uh obviously bitch i'm attractive can't fuck with you no more i'm fasting i love that line so much for many reasons we are not allowed as men to say we're attractive yeah it's not cool no and we're allowed to like tell each other we look like shit and it being okay. But, like, if we're hanging out, I'm like, Gabe, your outfit's fucking killing tonight. You're looking good. People will be like, dude, what the fuck? What are you doing? Why? why? Get off his dick, yeah. man. It's like, <laughs> no, man. I'm just trying to hype a dude up. Like, it's such a, that's such, like, a simple bar. Uh, yeah. It's so simple, but it's, like, it resonates so much. Like, you you just go out, you know, bitch, I'm attractive. But there's there's more important lines Celebrity do not mean integrity, which is like what we're talking about in the album. It's just, I'm not perfect. I'm not your savior. Yeah. I'm a real person. And like, I've had a lot of time to reflect on these troubles that I've had. And now I can fully talk about them. That's probably what his writer's block was about that he had was like, 
you know, and I feel that way too. And I and this album really helped me write a lot of songs that like and some things that are a bit more personal because it's like if he can be this way, this is what I've been striving to be is to be this more personal, more, more because like. In all your music, you release stuff and you kind of give more splashes of what you what you've gone through, what's made you you, and you wait to that big breakthrough album where you can have a way wider palette of like stories to tell to your audience. And this is that album, and so yeah, I love I love Rich Spirit, a great fucking really really great hook, good groove and a strong message. Yeah. Uh, Rich nigga broke phone. Uh, four, number four, Purple Heart. Ooh, that's in my top five also. I'm Shut listening to the it right fuck now. up when you hear love talking. Yeah. For me, so here's, this is stupid, but the way it starts reminds me of the song, do you ever watch Portlandia? A little bit, but not like, I didn't really like the show, so it would uh, just be on in the background. And see, just, for yeah. me, I love that show, but it sounds like the intro music to Portlandia. And I really like the intro song they use on Portlandia. So when I heard this, I'm like, oh, that's fucking good. Like, that sounds, like, instantly in my top five because of that. Like, uh, shut the fuck up. Sorry, dude. (laughs) Love is talking. It's, and it goes, you, you, I interpret, I interpret that line uh, two ways. Love, shut the fuck up when love is talking. When your person that you love is talking. Even during arguments, just shut the fuck up and listen. Or even, so here's the thing. This came on after we, we cry together. Yes, we cry So together. the shut up loves talking is also kind of like you're looking past all that shit. Like, yeah, yes. you guys are yelling at each other, but shut up loves talking. You put on your blinders. Yes. And you just go through it. And I also look at it as when sometimes people, when they are falling in love, they want to come up with excuses of why it's not going to work or why that person's wrong for them. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You, if you love someone, you love them. You're in love with them, and you should pursue it. I think I think that's also a beautiful thing in music. And you make when you create great music is when you can have multiple meanings, even if you don't mean that. Now that I've said it, even if that's what not Kendrick thought and was thinking of, which I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe he was. Um, he might have just been on that singular, you know. As this is a companion song too, we cry together basically. Yeah. And so, like, he was probably thinking, maybe just thinking of it in that way. But now I've added on. There's an extra meaning to it. There's so many other meanings you can take from this. So yeah, amazing song, yeah. Summer Walker. I don't listen to her music. I've always heard great things about Summer. I have to I have to try her music out now after this song. She's amazing in the hook on her part of the hook. Her verse is hilarious and also just really really good. Like she's a, a talented artist and has been around for a little bit, but she could have easily been she's on a song with Kendrick Love fucking Mar and Ghostface Killer yeah. and she doesn't get murdered and she no. doesn't sound out of place. She sounds right there with them, which is really fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. Ghostface, amazing verse. Amazing verse. When Are, he, he just yells, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up when you hear love talking. Yeah. <laughs> talking about his brother. It's just like this nigga's talking a whole different thing than what they are, but it still flows well. Just amazing Ghostface verse. Yeah, I love Purple Heart. Amazing, amazing, amazing song. Yeah. 
Um, number three, uh, Die Hard. See, that's my favorite song. Is it? Yeah, it's is my it your number, number one? one. Yeah. It's such a good song. Yeah, bro. it is. It gets me. Like, like the the intro, great intro. For the N95 and Worldwide Stampers, good songs. Yeah. Good, great, good, good to great songs. But I feel like this album becomes amazing once Die Hard hits. There is a bit of sadness to the song. Yeah. There's a there's like a, a sad like undertone, the way uh, the I pop the pain away. I pop the pain away. The uh, was the, the the line. Uh, Can I open up? Is it safe or not? I'm afraid a little. You relate or not? This is him begging. The tone he takes during it. He never raps like that. Yeah. It's it's kind of whiny, but it's great. Because he's like, I'm insecure as fuck. I need you to be there for me. I'm going to die for you. Mm-hmm. I need you to be there for me. I love it. Uh, it like, sp- that s- the song speaks to me on so many levels. I'm not even in a loving, committed like relationship. But I understand being, you know, and this is my mother issues. I, I've, I've had these kind of d- discussions with my mom. Like, like. Are you there for me? I need you to be there for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and it's like when I talked to you earlier off mic, when I was complaining about one of my exes. Yeah. It's like, am I allowed to express myself? Am I, I'm not allowed to have feelings. I'm only there for you to bitch to, yep. for you to go off on. And the minute I'm having a bad day, I can't express myself because your day was just as bad. But You definitely couldn't have said any of these things to her. Yeah. Fuck and, her, bro. Yeah. And... I just I love his second verse on this song when he's just saying like he's got regrets. Ugh. His past won't keep him from being being his best. Ugh. Yeah. Woo, like I this whole it. album is just about personal growth for him. I love it. Uh number 2. I actually uh had this as my number 1 for a for a while, but then I had to so I was like no no, the, my number 1 I've been singing all week. Uh but number 2 Mr. Morale. Yeah. It's like we were talking about. Sounds is it sounds like a, it sounds like a Yeezus song. Yeah. It sounds like uh, fucking... The fucking kids in the background? Yeah. yeah. Like well, that's scared. a little different. For me, it's... Uh, yeah, what's the fucking song? I knew it earlier. New Slaves. Yeah, New Slaves. I had my fucking tea, now I'm out of it. Yeah. It's the same, the kind of same for the... If it sounds like it could be a song that you use for a movie trailer. Yeah. It is made by Pharrell Williams. Pharrell and Kendrick made a song together. Beautiful. Yeah. And I got to pause it right here real quick. You're getting very passionate and yelling a little bit. I'm sorry. You could just. I'll take it down. A little little bit down. I'll turn it down. (laughs) Like, right on Die Hard, you just went to another level. My octaves were (laughs) crazy. I can kind of tell my octaves were wild. Like, this album has got you so hyped. I love this album. (laughs) It spoke to me. Yeah. That's why I said in five years, I say this is, like, one of my favorite records. Like, I don't think I like this song uh, because of, like... See, you pissed piss them off. Holy shit, they did that on purpose. Yeah, I don't know. It's not catching on the mic, but someone just dropped something in the uh, upper apartment. And I've been coming to Colin's house for like two or three months now consistently. This is the loudest, though. Like I've you're never heard anybody do that before. That was definitely yeah. on purpose. Yeah. They're, 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 they're shooting at us. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
But I I don't think I like this song any like there's some good bars on this song, but I think I just enjoy the flow. No, no, I think it's all about the the atmosphere. And that's not to say that there's like no good lines on this song. Kendrick's flow is amazing, and Kendrick like carries the song, and there's just a good song. I it's, just yeah, I just like how his chorus is. You know, shit on my mind and it's heavy, and then he just keeps that going the yeah. entire time. Yeah, like Kendrick always switches it up between his verses, his hooks, his chorus. Yes, and it's like, and that's what gives it the fucking. That's why I can never be disappointed because I know he's gonna just do something different in the album, and like, Mr. Morale is a fucking great example of that because it's also got the panting. And the fucking heavy breathing yes. that Jesus had. Yes, and then it is a I am a God. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very Jesus like track. Uh, yeah. Uh, Which makes me think like a Kanye and Kendrick too collab. Much too much power. Where it's a Jesus 2, but it's a both of them. Too much, bro. I don't. I it would probably kill myself at that yeah, point. We, I'd be we, like, why live now? Yeah, we, we, could, we, we couldn't handle that. Bro. No. Our, well, you know how at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, they are they, the that's face what melts. would happen to us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What's your least favorite, Gabe? Let me hear what your least favorite is. <sighs> it's either N95 or Mirror. I'm going to be, uh, break, we're breaking all the rules. I'm going to be very inclusive. Not inclusive. Inconclusive about my least favorite. Uh, it's a tie. They're both my kind of least favorite, but... I just didn't feel as strong about those songs as I do about the other songs. All right. My number one. Drum roll, please, Colin. I don't want to reach to the table. Okay. Colin's not going to give me a drum roll. It's because I, I said the volume and you just shouted my, top, my number one. What is that? There's no rhythm. Savior is my number one. Wow. Savior is my favorite Savior. song. <laughs> it's not in my top five. That's crazy. I am really, really surprised at how many people uh, have not put this song as like their favorite song. I For me, it feels like, I don't know, it feels like the natural best song. Are you happy for me? Smile on my face. Are you happy for me? I feel that. Even on a bass level. I think anybody can feel that. The it, the the instrumental on this is crazy too. That like, like stayed in my head. Like I could like all weekend when I heard this this album. That the the beat itself just stayed in my head. Just uh, yeah. So yeah, Savior is my favorite song on this album. From, Give me yours. For, from I know you you already told I, yeah, you number yeah, yeah. one, but like, start from your. You know. So for me, it was an honorable mention. Savior. Savior. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's good, but I don't know. It wasn't in my top five. Are you happy for me? Number five is Worldwide Steppers. I really like, there's like a jazzy slam poetry vibe to that song. Yeah. But that's why I like the beginning of uh, fucking Savior, because it had the fucking slam poetry like the snapping after he delivers like in the first few lines, but then it transitions. Like if it was all of that probably would have been in my top five. That would be interesting. Yeah. And that's kind of what worldwide Seppers did. It had that like jazzy bass going on in the I back. I like the like little part in worldwide Seppers where it's like just a regular beat. I kind of wish it would have stuck. It would have like stuck to that and just like the first half be the do, 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 do. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I like Worldwide Severs. This is a good song. Yeah. Then number four, Mother I Sober. Good song. I really yeah, liked it's it. It's a very moving song. That's why it's I like it. very heavy. Like when a song makes me feel emotional, it's a great song. It's got to be in your top five. My number three is Savior Interlude. Really? I really like Savior Interlude. It's good. I, I don't know what it is about the fact that he's Kendrick Lamar's cousin that rubs me the wrong way. But sometimes his verses are just... Not good. You just question them. Yeah. Like, I, just, I just... It's hard for me to accept other people being on Kendrick albums when I'm like, why isn't Absol here? Why isn't J-Rock here? Why yeah. isn't Schoolboy here? You know, even, why isn't Isaiah Rashad on here? You know? Hell, why isn't SZA on? That's the, I, didn't, I don't think I ever got into the chink of this, the chink in the armor of this album is the, the people that I would have loved to be on this album aren't on this album. Uh, that's fair, you know? But, like, at the same time... It's an artist decision and all that, and I can't. That can't. That can't be. That's that's well, okay, literally here's my a, own issue. Here's the thing. What did you think? We're branching off, but not really branching off. Did you see the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? I've not seen it yet. I've been waiting. I need to go see it. You were supposed to see that already. So, but I'm just gonna say some things. I'm not gonna spoil who's in it, but everyone was expecting like 60 different cameos. Yeah. Because it's a multiverse, and oh, we're gonna see. Tom Cruise as Iron Man, finally. They did uh, talk about that. Yeah. No. There were cameos. There were characters. But it wasn't like the amount of people people were expecting. So I feel like that's where you fell into a trap with this album. And I don't, I don't, I don't take like a major hit off of it. Like, ugh. You know, they ruined the album for me. It's just like, I feel like it kind of just disappoints me a little. It just disappoints me a little bit. It's yeah. like... Somebody better, you know, more anticipate. I don't think I don't think that's wrong anymore. Like hip hop is a very interesting uh, genre because you get so much level of crossover from different artists that you like to work with each other, and that's not something that they did with like rock and roll or even as much with pop as they should. You know, only only recently did a lot of pop stars start doing like songs with each other. When we were kids, like. Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera didn't do songs together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Justin Thank God. T Justin. They're yeah, two yeah. they're two separate voices. Justin Timberlake didn't work with a lot of other singing niggas at the time. Justin Timberlake and Usher didn't work together. Which that one is kind of disappointing. Yeah, because especially I feel because like they were using the same producers. Yeah. You know, so like and only nowadays we get, you know, Ariana Grande with uh, fucking Miley Cyrus and fucking and we go Lana back to, Del Rey. And we go back to Marvel. This is all fucking Marvel's fault. It, I think it's a whole podcast we could do about how the MCU has made me, has like seeped into other things. And not only ruined, <laughs> I don't say ruined, but like influence greatly movies but the mcu has influenced a lot of stuff outside of movies yeah like, so anyway so what i was saying about baby keem not writing good verses did you hear his verse on donda on praise god no was it good it was terrible it started off bad but then it got good Progress oh, okay good yeah <laughs> uh so <laughs> he says still on side huh still outside 
word I can't say. Then Kanye also bleeped it out of the album, which that's what I give Donda like a bunch of marks down. Yeah, he censored. Yeah, he censored it instead of telling these dudes like, hey, just write a clean verse. Just like take out these words for me and rewrite it so it's not a fucking pause on the anyway. And then uh, attention still outside, huh? Still outside. But he's like, it sounds like he's fucking constipated as he's delivering these lines because he's like, still outside, <coughs> still outside. And then and then he's like, right after that he follows it with tame and pu- tame and Paula word I can't say, tame and Paula. Stay outside. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, shut the fuck up. That like, horrible. I always make fun of it when I hear it coming up. I'm like, oh, yeah, Tame Impala. Tame Impala. So when he came with this verse on Save Your Interlude. Yeah, he, he fucking came. I, I think it's because Kendrick, like, reined him in. Rained he's him like, in. listen, bitch, stop, stop talking about Tame Impala. Is this a fucking sublime lyric? Take that out of there. Yeah. It's a good verse, man. Yeah. It's really moving. Yeah. And that's why it is number three on my top five. What's your uh, other ones? So here's where I'm torn. Because I do have my number one, which I've already said, but I won't say it all in case people tune me out. Yeah. Um, My number two, I'm torn between United and Grief and Count Me Out. Because they're both great stars to their respective album. I think United... And grief is better than Count Me Out. Uh, well, then I'm going to go with Count Me Out. So I like how it starts. We may not know which way to go in this dark road. All of these hoes make it difficult. All of these hoes do make it difficult. They you do. know? Fucking like I was complaining about my, my ex earlier. That hoe made it difficult. But yeah, I think I do like his, his messaging in this song is a lot different than United and Grief. Because it is the more growth aspect when when you was at your lowest tell me where the hose is at yeah tell me where the bros is at i do i think you me and you both were saying this like we have this thing where we have to have the belief that people don't believe in us yes like Like, i love when you count me out yeah that's that's it hits me honestly i'm i like that we have such a different top five yeah because like it speaks to the album And, and like i I none of the songs that didn't make my top five didn't make it because not because I didn't like them, but because it's just other songs hit me. But like Count Me Out, I do I do still think though I think United in Grief is a better intro, but I think you, Count Me Out is a great intro mm-hmm. because this you know this is Mr. Morale the Mr. Morale side of the album and it's about him and his reflecting on himself, and it's really great to open it with like this kind of reflective in a sense of you know he is proudful of himself so well here's the thing is mr morale the first one i think the second no, one's mr. Morale morale. Is, mr morale is the second one. Oh, okay and united steppers starts big steppers yeah united, yeah that's what i meant to say okay but yeah i can i i can see where you count me out but i would say that it's yeah it's it's my number two what's your least favorite that's hard so I kind of agree with Mirror. Like, like it's a good song, and it's actually a good way to end the but album. But you know what? But I think it's forgettable. I'm going to throw out, I, I make fun of the song, and I haven't really made fun of the other songs. We cry together. You think that's your least favorite? Yeah. Honestly, it should be my least favorite. Too. Like, I don't skip be- it. but I it, do. Okay. I don't think it's, I think it's a great song. 
yeah. and like it's a good piece of like art, but I think it's a skip for even if you're going through the album again. I don't think it, it's a heavy song. It's like a skit almost. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's like it's not a titled skit, but it's a skit. And like Taylor Page is like I really like how emotional she is in that she, song. We have to we have to talk about how amazing she is. Yeah, in song. like you could like she was fucking great at like having the pain in her voice and then immediately following it with like fucking you ain't shit. Yes. Like there's a great balance of both. Yeah. Uh, and I liked it, but then I hate it. like okay, I I get it, you know? Like that's how people act and shit. Yeah, it's a bit much. But it's like immediately they're just like okay and they're down to fucking yeah, <laughs> I hate that. I've never had a fight like that before, where it's like you're at each other's throat, and then you both realize you're being fucking stupid, and you just start fucking. No, me neither. Yeah, but I know so people maybe I do. just can't relate to it. Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, maybe if we had been in those relationships, we'd we'd link we'd link more with the song. But do I want to be in that type of relationship? No, you don't. Exactly. Uh, I'll take my least favorite back and put that as my least favorite. Oh, okay, too. all we right. Cry together is our is our least favorite. Yeah, and then my favorite song is Die Hard. I'm happy. I popped the pain away. What are you rating this album? This is right. This is what this is what this is what we came here for. Yeah. Oh, I'm I've, sorry. I'm. Do I'm, we not talk about me? We only talk about Gabe. No, because you you said you had like a, a surprising score. I really want to know what this score is. I've been I've been really like wondering what you meant. By I that. only think it's surprising because I feel like you're gonna give it a ten, just like with how much you've been talking it up. For me, it's an eight two five. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Is it? it? I don't hate it, but it's just like, like I said, it's a great album, but I can't take a lot of songs from it and put it into a playlist. For me, the 10 is zero skips, which this has. Like, even though I can see myself skipping fucking We Cry Together, yeah, depending on the mood, nothing else I skip. Yeah. But part of the other tens I give is like, can I just listen to certain songs and put them in different playlists for different moods? I can't do that with this album. I'm not giving this a 10. Oh, okay. I was originally going to give it a 10, but the, uh, the Kodak thing, I thought more uh, about the, the Kodak thing. And I was like, that kind of got me down that rabbit hole of like, like I was talking about the, the features on the album. Uh, I give it a nine and a half though. Okay. Yeah, see, I figured you would be near perfect. Like, I love this album. It's one of my favorites. Uh, thank you, Kendrick Lamar, for releasing an album that was important enough for us to break our uh, little rule. Not even break our rule of rule, but add an episode. Yeah there's, yeah, there's a song called Mr. Morale. Did I not include that in my top five? I don't think. Uh, no, you uh, did. I think it was no, like, I don't I think thought, I, I did. I thought you said that was like your fourth, your number four. No. So I think I was saying that when you were saying it, but then when yeah. I listed my top five, you didn't, you didn't, yeah. that's hard. Like that, I, like I agree that it's hard to choose top five. It's very hard. To um, but hey, I stick by the top five I gave. Okay. Uh, we're going to get back on track. We're also going to do a bonus content. For this one? Yeah. Oh, what do you want to do? I want you to hear... Baby Keem's version or verse <laughs> oh, on Donald, Praise God. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I definitely want to hear it actually. So, oh, oh, Corridor of Greatness? Yes, yeah, the album is in the Corridor of Greatness. Yeah, okay, I'll put this that album in, the in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a great fucking album. Yeah. This, this album came right when it needed to come. 
And it's not a disappointment. And it's not a disappointment. It's just Kendrick proving he just releases great albums. Uh, so for uh, Colin and for Gabe, we want to say, uh, bitch, we're attractive. <laughs> okay, yeah. See you guys later. Uh, next week, uh, we're going bi-weekly. No more. Yeah, now it's going to be weekly. weekly. We have a shitload of episodes. Yeah. And a, we, like a lot. Yeah. This is technically our 13th recording. Yes. And our f- fourth, fourth episode. Ep- <laughs> like, we, we did a little time hop where, yeah. It's crazy. They're going to they're gonna hear the difference in our deliveries and shit. Be like, <laughs> man, episode episode three to four was great, but episode five. What the fuck? And then, and then okay, it's steadily growing. And then it'll all go back. It's like the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, yeah. You know, like one, right now two. we're Tokyo Drift, I'd say. Yes. Because it like didn't really fit in with the others, but it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> that on, on that note, <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys later next week. Nas, still Matic, we will be doing. See you later, alligators. Bye.